Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. There's a time and a place for black and white. Like when you're learning to play piano. Or when you want a big two-toned cookie. Or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white. So go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards awards on color printing from banners to brochures and copies to presentations print more color save more money at staples in store only ends 11 10 18 restrictions apply see store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details pittsburgh steeler fans welcome back to another episode of the standard is the standard i'm jeff hartman editor behind the steel curtain.com if you might be watching me live on our youtube channel if you aren't let's say you're listening on our itunes or you're following us uh you know in a number of different platforms make sure you follow us on our YouTube channel. It's BTSE Steelers Radio. You have all our podcasts on there, or most of them, and uh, great stuff. And join me, as always, as my co-host on The Standard is a Standard is Lance Williams. Lance, coming off a big win, my brother. How's it feeling? Doing great, Jeff. Doing great. And we're going to switch the show up a little bit this week. Typically, we talk about injuries and some of that stuff at the top of the program, but we'll talk about that as we break down the game, the Cincinnati Bengal game this Sunday. But I want to jump right into this whole – something has me flummoxed this season. And it's about all of the drama that <laughs> follows this team. And it's interesting that all of the drama is kicked off and initiated and started by national guys. And I'm speaking about Ian Rappaport talking about Martavis Bryant being upset and wanting to get traded. And it typically takes the local guys, Dale Lally, Jim Wexel, Bouchette, Mark Cabali, and others to calm the story down, DK over at DK Sports, and bring it all back into something that makes sense. And what's your whole thought about all of this drama that seems to be following 
this football team. I mean, haven't you heard of the, the, the quote, mama don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys? You heard about that yet, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. How, how about this? Pro athletes don't let your baby mamas grow up and use social media. How about that? Yeah, I mean, honest, honestly, my take on this whole situation, and, and it's not just Martavis Bryant, is it, it, it's kind of all self-made stuff. Um, go back to Le'Veon Bell. He's not coming into the preseason at all. You know, that's an issue. That's talked about ad nauseum. Then you go to um, so many things. It's hard for me to even remember all of them. Antonio Brown's hissy fit on the sideline. Um, Le'Veon Bell saying he should have gotten the ball more against Jacksonville. And now Martavis Bryant reportedly wanting a trade. Do I think that he went to the Steelers and said, look, either use me or move me? Probably. I, I would not doubt that for a second. Um, me, people might construe that differently. Some might say, well, that's him saying, I essentially just want the ball more. And others might say, well, that's him wanting a trade. Yeah, tit for tat, whatever, I don't care. What bothers me about this stuff is they're all offensive players, and that's because offensive players typically are more selfish than defensive players. And there's just not enough footballs to go around. Period. There isn't. Um, look at look at Sunday's game. Antonio Brown goes for over 150 and a touchdown. Le'Veon Bell goes over 170 and a touchdown. Has a ridiculous game, by the way. Martavis Bryant has two catches and what? He's he's ticked off. I I don't know what to tell the guy. This team won. I mean, you're not going to hear much crying. It's the same thing with Antonio Brown in week four after the Baltimore game. Le'Veon Bell went off in that game as well. And you're going to be upset that you didn't get the ball and your team won. That's just selfish. But at the same time, I get it. They want they want the ball. They want the they want people talking about them. They want to they want the recognition. Period. Um, that's just the it's kind of the world we live in. Uh, you wish you had a bunch of Darius Hayward Bays on your team that they say, "Heck, I'll play special teams just as long as I keep a job in the NFL." But uh, that's just not the case. Um, I, I actually think for the Steelers that Mike Tomlin's done a masterful job. I want to give him credit um, keeping this crap let's be honest keeping this crap in check uh it, it really could have spiraled out of control um he's done a great job with addressing it honestly um being truthful in my opinion and i think something like this martavis bryant garbage i think it's already gone um and it, it, it peaked on sunday night i was one of the first people to write about it because i was at my computer when i saw Rappaport's uh tweet wrote the article quick and it site blew up over it but um that's great for me and my traffic but at the same time i'm as a Steeler fan I'm thinking my gosh can can we just get over this crap i mean can we not have a a weekly it, it, it's it let's just put it, it this is like days of our lives now lance i mean who's sleeping with who and who's dying <laughs> off and i mean that's really what it is like sand through the hourglass so are the days with the pittsburgh steelers so um Absolutely. i don't know next will be you know what it'll be next the Le'Veon bell freestyle about the drama so he'll he'll release a freestyle about the drama. It's going to be on iTunes. Catch it. It's called Drama Bell or, or something like that. It'll be something absolutely <laughs> asinine or stupid. The thing about the whole Martavis Bryant story is the public to a large extent, and you know, we, we need the public to listen to our show for it to be popular, for us to continue to do it. So if you take this the wrong way, it's okay. Most of the public are lemmings. You can float out the cheese, sort of like a teaser route, and they hit you with the post route when the safety's creeping. Most of the public, they're lemmings. Martavis Bryant is about as tradable as I am. I'm a 5'9 guy that's <laughs> overweight that runs a 5'8'40" because I just got bunion surgery. Actually, let me put that up to about a 15-second 40. <laughs> the guy is on his last strike. If he gets in trouble again, he may never play in the National Football League. You would have to put him on a deal similar to Vincent Jackson years ago when Vincent Jackson had the alcohol problem, the alcohol issues. He didn't get a signing bonus from Tampa Bay his P5, his paragraph five was about 16 to 18 million. 
But essentially, he was getting paid week to week. Martavis Bryant is not tradable. As soon as I heard the story, I was like, this is maddening. He's not tradable. To your point about Mike Tomlin, this is when you have to teach guys and train guys and coach guys. And part of being a good coach is working with malcontents who cannot, who aren't necessarily happy at all times. And nobody's going to be happy at all times. you got 53 grown men being tugged in a variety of different directions by hangers-on, wives, kids, the media, whatever. You have to manage those personalities so it's a cohesive unit so you can continue to move forward and win championships. But to your point about the offense, and Dale Ali brought this up this week, the offense is top-loaded. It's top-heavy. It is a three Bs offense, and it should be to a certain extent. But this offense is a Bell and AB offense. And I think they're going to have to diversify it somewhat, particularly get better in the red zone. But it can't be that weighted that heavily on those two guys, or can it? What's your thoughts, Jeff? Oh, it can. It has. Use history. Let's go back to last last year, 2016, week 16, Heinz Field, Baltimore, the Christmas Day game when the Steelers needed a drive. The drive. What happened? Do you remember? Every single play went to Brown or Bell. They drive down the field running him for a touchdown. Gets him back in the football game. They didn't. They, no one else, other than Roethlisberger, delivering the ball to Bell or Brown every single play. So then you go last week. Yeah, Martavis Bryant had two. Juju Smith-Schuster. I thought he played very well um, in both run support uh, and running within run blocking, as well as he's kind of finding his own niche there. Vance McDonald had a couple catches. Thank you for finally making a catch. Uh, but ultimately, they they've shown they can do it. Now they need Martavis though. They need Martavis to at least be a distraction because in 2016, when they didn't have him, Kobe Hamilton, Darius Hayward, they weren't striking the fear of God into anybody. Martavis Bryant keeps defensive coordinators up at night wondering how they're going to deal with all these weapons. I, you know, I don't want to get too far into the Bengals game because we're going to talk about that at length in a, in a bit, but Martavis Bryant's going to get some looks on Sunday, period. Uh, he's been the guy that torches the Bengals. It hasn't been Antonio Brown. It hasn't. If you look back at history, it hasn't been Antonio Brown. It's been Martavis Bryant. So, um, you know, the drama stuff, let's put it behind us. I hope it's done. I hope that we're not talking about this anymore. I hope that I'm not writing about this anymore because, quite frankly, I'm sick of writing about this. So, um, yeah, I mean, unless you have something else to say, let's 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 get this show yeah, on the, the road. the drama is, is, is bad. There's no better place to watch football with friends than Buffalo Wild Wings. They've got all the games on wall-to-wall TVs and a new $5 game day menu with 38-ounce pitchers of Bud Light, Coors Light, and Miller Light, cheeseburgers and brats, and select cocktails. And every Sunday, you can play an exclusive fantasy football game with DraftKings with prizes like free wings for a year. Get to Buffalo Wild Wings for our $5 game day deals. When football is on, you have to be here. Buffalo Wild Wings, wings, beer, sports. Price and participation vary, subject to restrictions, limited time only. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And I don't want to overhype the importance of a Week 6 game, but this win on the road against Kansas City was a very important one, especially when... You know, you don't want to go to New England and potentially play on the road. You drop the three and three, you know, with the whole division losing that week. You know, you're in a dogfight possibly for the division, although I think they'll win it. You have more questions creeping up about how good of a football team you are. This is the type of win early in the season that's as big as it can get. It's the type of win that gets your swag back. 
it's the type of win that gets you in the conversation that if you're a great team or you're a team that can legitimately compete for a championship, and it puts you smack dab in the middle of the seeding. I know that there's 10 games to come, but, but, but this was a very important win for them. Am I a little bit off in trying to overhype this, or do you see this as, as, as important as I do for oh. them getting this win against Kansas City? This win was ginormous. If there's a word that's bigger than that, I would use that. Period. Mega because ginormous. There you go. There you go. We'll go with mega ginormous for today's show because if you if you just think about where this team was going into the game, from a morale standpoint, from a you know everything, it, they were Ben Roethlisberger was questioning his abilities. Whether he said that in jest, that's debatable. Um, all this stuff was going on, and no one gave him a chance. Lance, you didn't pick him. I did. We'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> but ultimately, I, their backs were against the wall. And it's one of those situations. I say this a lot. It was as big a week six game as a week six game can be. You know what I mean? And this is going to come in handy for the Steelers later down the road. Because let's be honest, the Kansas City Chiefs aren't going away. They're going to be in the they're going to be in the mix for the rest of the season. They're also in a much more difficult division than Pittsburgh. So, yes, Pittsburgh dropped two cupcakes early in the season. Uh, I'd say at least one. That's, that Bears game could come back and bite him in the rear end. But they've lost two, but now they're four and two. They gave the Chiefs their first loss. You figure the Chiefs are not going to sweep their division. It's going to open the door up for the Pittsburgh Steelers. If they're tied, that head-to-head win, that's big. You know That, that could be the difference between the two, two seed and the three seed. The first round by, and you're playing in the wild card game. Uh, so that was a huge win it, on so many levels, not just the standings. And, you know, I wrote the article uh, for the website yesterday about how the Steelers, this week seven game against Cincinnati is almost just as big because they could take a stranglehold on the division early in the season. And I, I got berated by commenters. Oh my gosh, it's only week seven, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I get it, but you can't. You can't underestimate how important conference and division games are any way you can get them. And the Steelers went on the road in arguably one of the most difficult places to win. Beat them. The, the score dictates that it was close. They beat the hell out of that team. I mean, oh my gosh. I mean, it reminded me in a way almost of the playoff game last year. Because if you remember, the Steelers offense in that divisional game ran up and down the field. When it came to between the 20s, they were unstoppable. It was the problem was the red zone, which guess what the problem still is today? The red zone. So, um, no, you did not oversell that. That was a huge game. It was a huge win. And they've got another big one coming up on Sunday. Give me your game ball for that game. And it can't be Le'Veon Bell. We already know he had a fantastic yeah. game. I, I think I know which direction you're going to go because you're a true and true Steeler fan who yes. admires physical football. So, Yes. I, I kind of know which way you're going to go. Who gets your game ball um, Sunday's KC game? I'm going to go number 66, David DeCastro, because if you, if you watch that film, and I watched a good portion of it today, and you get to see that all 22, and if you don't have NFL Game Pass, pony up the money because it's worth it. Um, you watch that all 22, that coach's film from the, the, the end zone camera. My goodness, him pulling – I haven't seen anyone do it as well since Alan Fanica, who also wore 66, who's going to be in the Hall of Fame someday. Just tremendous. And he is so physical. If I were going to give it to somebody else, and when I think of a game ball, I'm kind of thinking about a player that isn't really talked about. It's kind of like my unheralded players article that I run after a win for the website. Um, Roosevelt Knicks played another tremendous game too. That's so, who I was thinking. Um, both of those guys could get game balls for me. Rosie Knicks hasn't played that much on offense, I don't think his entire career. Uh, but they were... Vance McDonald. Vance McDonald is, is slowly turning into a very key part of this offense as a blocker. People want to hate on the guy because he doesn't well, he doesn't have a lot of opportunities to catch the ball, but when he does, he normally drops it. He made a big catch on Sunday. He made a big catch on Sunday, man. In their own end zone, they drop back to pass, 26-yarder, gets him out, total flips the field. That was tremendous. Um, ultimately, though, I would give it to DeCastro and or Roosevelt Knicks because those guys – Man, they opened up some gaping holes for Bell. It was it was fun to watch. It really was. If you what don't about see you? Roosevelt Knicks in the Pittsburgh area, listeners, he was arrested for assault. 
<laughs> that hit that he put on Tariq Hill oh. at the end of the game, I mean, I mean, and that's going to have an impact on Kansas City this week. I don't know if Hill's going to get out of the concussion protocol. I mean, Jeez. he hit that guy, and it was just, I mean, I jumped off my couch like, oh, like, whoa, like that, like, like, uh, you know, that's the type of hit when parents jump out of the stands and run on the field and try to fight people. That's the type of hit that was. Oh, you yeah. know, if you've ever if you've ever been in, 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 in an urban center, listeners, and you see the belligerent parents jump out the stands <laughs> and want to fight coaches, that's the type of hit that that was. I was like, oh my goodness, he just killed Tariq Hill. Tariq yeah. Hill is dead because that hit that hit epitomized the physical mindset that they brought Kansas City. For me, my game ball goes to Vince Williams. And keeping it on the whole tip of an unheralded guy, Vince's absolute dump trucking of Hunt at the end of the first half in pass protection to get those back-to-back sacks, that's what you do to running backs that you put back there to blitz pickup. You try to absolutely knock their heads off. And he knocked Hunt's head off twice with those back-to-back sacks. And that put just a physical stamp on the game. And it just showed Kansas City, look, they're better than you. They're more physical. And the other thing I was really impressed about the defense's performance against Kansas City was the speed. Watching guys attack Tariq Hill on those jet sweeps and making him cut right after he gets the ball. You never see Tariq Hill cut when he gets the ball. He just runs. He never has to take a first cut move to try to get more space. And Hilton attacked him in the backfield and made him do that. I was just like, wow, this defense is moving very fast. And the other thing I was impressed with is they were moving fast and fast flowing but they were playing patiently in the running game. But like I said in our breakdown last week, that the biggest defense that they could play would be the offense possessing the football. And I believe the offense had it about 35, 36 minutes because you have to not let an offense like that get possessions. I I think this was absolutely in both sides of the ball and in special teams, their best performance this year. But I think the frustrating thing Steeler fan is thinking now, and we're going to be thinking not hopefully for the rest of the season, is they, they've got to get this together in the red zone. You can't drive it 95 yards and kick a field goal. You've got to start converting touchdowns and start putting your foot on teams next, or you're going to be in close games for the entire season. I, I hope that they get this sorted out moving forward as we progress through the season. Yeah, um... This was a very, very fun game to watch. If you like physical football, it was hard hitting. Um, a lot of people were talking about Mike Mitchell after the game and his questionable hit on Alex Smith, um, as well as his hit on uh, Chandrick. But like you said, I, I just want to say <laughs> Tyreek Hill, man, when, when he got hit by Roosevelt next, I, I said to anybody that was around me listening, he just got knocked back into Saturday. I mean, it was, whew. If, if for some reason you're listening to the show and you haven't seen the hit, look it up. It's worth watching. Trust me. Um, but th- I think the defense made a statement in this game and dictate what the offense does and doesn't do. And that's exactly what they did. They took Kareem Hunt out. There was an old school Dick Laveau style of game. You know, when Dick Laveau was in his best years with the best teams that he had in Pittsburgh, they would just totally suffocate a running game. And then they, once they knew and the other team knew that the only way they're going to move the ball is to throw it, Boy, they, they just pinned their ears back, and it was just like a bloodbath. Um, Alex Smith was rarely given the time to sit back in the pocket to to scan the field and find the open receiver. And I loved how Tony Roma, who I actually liked, by the way, as a quick sidebar, um, you know, he's like, oh, he had him on the sideline. Well, when you've got Stefan Tuitt, who weighs 300 pounds, who's beating a guy off the edge – coming right in your face, you don't have time to scan the field. You're just throwing the football away or trying to save your own life. So um, tremendous game plan. I want to give Keith Keith Butler a, a little nod here. I thought Todd Haley, up until the red zone, called a good game as well. 
Um, Mike Tomlin, A-plus for getting the team ready to play, for blocking out the distractions that it that were Burger saying he can't play anymore. I think offensively, though, if I want to say anything about the offense, it's that I think what you saw on Sunday was a recipe for success moving forward. And I, I think I, I don't know if I said this on this show. I you know, had to do a lot of other podcasts and radio spots. He should be, and I say he is in Ben Roethlisberger, should be mimicking John Elway's twilight of his career. And you mentioned this last show, I think, Lance, about how what did he do? He leaned on Terrell Davis. And did, Terrell Davis won him two Super Bowls uh, pretty much. When he threw, he could. He threw to you know Rod Smith. Um, Shannon Sharp was up there at, at, at some point. I don't know if he was with John Elway or not, but um, he had weapons in the passing game. He still made the throws, but they didn't win because of John Elway. You know, they won because they had a good defense and they had a great running game. And that could be Pittsburgh. If Pittsburgh decides that they're going to have an identity, and that's something we did talk about after the Jacksonville game, is how this team doesn't have an identity. That team that was on the field Sunday, they had an identity, and that was we're going to run it right down your freaking throat. And it worked. And it worked. And I just thought it was and, a trem- tremendous game. And a, and a sign of that is if a team – this is what you look for, listeners. A sign of a team being committed to running the football for that particular game at least is when teams run the football on second and long, especially after they run it on first down. So if, let's say a team runs it on first down and they get a yard and it's second and nine. If a team comes back and runs it again on second and nine repeatedly in games, they are absolutely committed to running the football that game. They have seen something on tape that suggests they can run the ball effectively against this team. Because typically you'll see teams give up on the run if they don't get, if they don't have much success running the football on first down. I mean, we've seen the Steelers do that to the tune of 55 pass attempts for Ben Roethlisberger in a game the previous week against against Jacksonville. But I'm glad you said that about the point that I made about John Elway. And, and actually, Shannon Sharp did play for them then. And uh, he had Shannon. That's when Shannon made the infamous comments, we are absolutely called the National Guard. We're absolutely yeah. beating the Patriots to death, mm-hmm. which might be the best sound bite ever. But <laughs> we don't get paid to do this show, listeners. But my payment is when I hear guys like Greg Cassell echo some of the things that we say on this show and when i hear other media guys and national guys and guys that get a lot more credit a lot more attention echo some of the thoughts that we say we tend to be the guys that say it first but we may not get the most credit uh and and that's just the part of it but i want to switch reels and jump to a game that I think will be considerably tough. It'll be the game against the Cincinnati Bengals, excuse me, this weekend. And, and Jeff, why don't you break down this game from an offensive standpoint? You mentioned earlier that you thought Martavis Bryant was going to get some touches in this game. So break it down and give us some keys for this matchup against the Bengals. Yeah, I mean, Marvin Lewis has been coaching there forever. We all know his rap sheet and we know his successes and failures in Cincinnati. And the one thing that he does well, and he's a good defensive coach, he's proven that with his, with his Pittsburgh and Baltimore as a coordinator. Look, he's going to make sure that Antonio Brown is not the one that beats him. And he's going to put Adam Jones on him. Pac-Man is going to cover him. And Pac-Man does a good job of covering Antonio Brown. He's one of the few cornerbacks that is not a big, tall cornerback, like a Richard Sherman type, that plays Antonio Brown very well. Um, Le'Veon Bell typically has mediocre games against Cincinnati. This is where the Steelers need that number two. Think about those big plays that have been made against the Bengals in the in recent years. I can think of a 96-yard bomb to Martavis Bryant right off the bat. I think it was his rookie year. I think of the divisional round, the touchdown pass to Martavis Bryant. Um, He's the one that normally has to play well because he's going against their second-best cornerback. They're not going to shade him as much because they're afraid of Antonio Brown. And I think that the way that the season has been going, you know, Antonio Brown's been having a tremendous season, as everyone expected, but Martavis Bryant hasn't. I fully expect the, the Cincinnati Bengals to come in and say the same old stuff. 
We're going to load the box. We're going to shade our safety to one side, and we'll see if we can cover one-on-one with Martavis Bryant. So if Ben Roethlisberger and Martavis Bryant can't hook up on this this Sunday, it's going to be a tough stretch for him. It really is. This is not going to be an easy game. Fans that think that 0-3 start, ah, it's a cakewalk. You haven't watched this team the last two weeks then. They are better. They are a good defensive team with Carl Lawson coming off the edge. Vontez perfect. As much as I can't stand the guy, he's a gigantic turd. He is a good football player when he's playing clean, I should say, when he's not trying to hurt people. Um, and so with that said, this is not going to be an easy game. Could the Steelers have the same approach that they had in Kansas City of coming out and run first? Yeah, they could. Uh, but they're going to have to be really creative with it. They're not necessarily going to be able to do it the same way against Kansas City. Andy Reid just does not seem to want to change what he does against Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh has figured that out, and they abuse it every time they play him. But Marvin Lewis's approach is a little bit different. And so um, he's, I can't remember their defensive coordinator's name. I, I know what he looks like, but I forget what his name is. But he's going to come out, I guarantee you, they're going to say we're going to stop Le'Veon Bell, we're going to bracket Antonio Brown, and we're going to make Ben Roethlisberger beat him. So do the Steelers come out and throw the ball? I wouldn't. I would see how you do on the ground first. I would I would come out in the same heavy looks that you had. It's going to be more difficult based on the fact that I don't think Marcus Gilbert's going to play this week, his hamstring injury. If I'm if I'm the Steelers, because he's re-injured it twice now, he's shut down until after the bye week. He's not going to play against the Bengals. He's not going to play against the Lions next week. And then the bye week, give him three weeks off, rehab it, come back after the bye week, and then let's hope to get him back in the lineup then. So that means Chris Hubbard is going to be your starting right tackle, which hurts the run game, but also hurts because he was your tackle to come in to be eligible. Now, they used B.J. Finney in that role. Depends on if Ramon Foster is back. Um, He did not practice today, but at the same time, we'll see. I think if I'm giving you keys for the offense on Sunday – I'm going to say you want to stick to the run. You want to control the line of scrimmage. You want to control the time of possession. And you ultimately want to make sure you grind down that defense. That's what the Steelers offense did against the Chiefs. They just grinded them down. Not to mention the, the Cincinnati Bengals. If, if Everyone knows the Steelers' past defense is ranked number one in the National Football League. Who's ranked number two? The Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals. Yep. So they have a very good pass defense. Uh, it's not just Pac-Man Jones. Uh, William Jackson, the third, I think, is back. Mike, yeah, he's back. He was he was hurt his rookie year last year. Um, you still have um, a couple other notable names back there. Reggie Nelson is gone. He's in Oakland. But they have a good pass defense. This is going to be a game where if they're going to win it, they're going to have to be balanced. I say that every week. Le'Veon Bell is going to have to get going. But I would really like to see them use Joe Connor more, too. Le'Veon yeah, Bell carrying so. the That'd ball 35 good. times is great. But you can't expect him to do that for a full season. He's going to – that's just too much wear and tear on the body. So they're sprinkling Joe Connor in a little bit more than they have been. Um, I think they need to do it even more so. But I would say stick with the run, and you've got to connect on big plays. If if you're going to take the shots, and they haven't taken the shots as much. I mean, go back and watch the film. Really, since Chicago, I mean, yeah, they took a shot in the Jacksonville game, first game they went deep. But they haven't been taking as many shots as they normally do. I wouldn't be surprised to see them try to set up play action and try to go deep to Martavis Bryant. Why? Because he cried a little bit. They're going to want to get him the ball early. That's how the Steelers work. That's how Ben Roethlisberger works. That's how Todd Haley works. That's how it's going to work. So I would say that the Steelers' offense is going to be big plays, run the football, control the clock, and then really I hope they really try to utilize the middle of the field. Get away from that outside the hash mark stuff all the time that they have been. Utilize the middle. I want to see the tight ends more active. That's where they've abused the Bengals. When Heath Miller played, he was a Bengal killer. Um, Jesse James should have a big game. Eli Rogers, if they put him on the field, should have a big game. Juju Smith-Schuster, Martavis Bryant. I'm going to pick all those players to have more of a role in this win than Antonio Brown. That's just the way it always goes. I'm going to stick with the trends, and that's what I would say. What do you think about that, Lance? I think you got some very astute observations when it comes to the offense against the Bengals defense because what and what I've seen in some of my film study and and they just might be this as a team in general but particularly when they play the Steelers they're going to play two high safeties 
you know, they may give you a cover one or a cover three look, but that other safety is going to drop back and it's going to convert into a two high safety look, you know, whether it's cover two or cover four. They are going to require that the Steelers be a patient offense. And what should you do if you have two high safeties and you have a running back like Le'Veon Bell? You've got to run him out of that. So they have to drop a safety into the box. And when they can drop a safety into the box for eight, then you try to take your opportunities by hitting them over the top. But they're going to try to make the Steelers be patient and they're going to try to force them to drive the long field and execute in the red zone. I think this game may look largely like that game late in the season in which I think the Steelers only kicked field goals in that victory against them late in the season before the Ravens game. But they're going to make the Steelers be patient, and they're going to put those two safeties back and challenge the Steelers to be patient and slowly matriculate the football up the field. But if they can run the ball, I think they'll be okay. But, Jeff, I missed it. I didn't have you do it before you jumped into your keys. Before I jump into mine, why don't you give us a little injury picture of the Steelers uh, going into the game this Sunday? Hey, sports fans, football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. Hey, sports fans, football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. Yeah, sure. Real quick. They weren't long for either. The Bengals are coming off a of bye week, so their injury report is not long. Um, did not participate. Marquise Pouncey with a chest. That was two weeks ago that he had, he missed a day of practice because that helped he'll probably be fine. Uh, Ramon Foster with a back. He missed last week because of that same injury. Misses again on Wednesday, regardless of when you're watching or listening to this. He says he'll be back. We'll see. If not, B.J. Finney goes. I already talked about Marcus Gilbert and his hamstring. I doubt he plays this week. Stefan Tuitt with a back did not practice. We'll see if he participates tomorrow. I would expect him to be a Marquise Pouncey type that will practice on Thursday and Friday and be good to go. But I said that about Ramon Foster last week, and he missed the game, so you never know. If he misses, that's big. Uh, full participation, though, Tyler Matikavich. Um, he uh, was listed by Mike Tomlin. Uh, regarding his uh, his shoulder. He had a shoulder injury from the Cincinnati game. Uh, what's weird, though, is not listed on the official injury report is Vince Williams, uh, who left the game with a hip injury. I do not see him. I just checked the Steelers' official website. He's not on the list. That's surprising. I guess that means that he is a full participant. That might be a mistake. Uh, we'll keep you updated on that. Make sure you check out Behind the Steel Curtain for all that. On the Cincinnati side of things, Tyler Boyd, uh, wide receiver and halfback Ryan Hewitt did not uh, participate with knee injuries. Limited Clayton, I don't know how to say his last name, uh, <laughs> Adam Jones with the back, John Ross, wide receiver, first-round pick with a knee, and Dron Smith were ankle. Uh, they're all limited participants and full participation were Dre Kirkpatrick with the shoulder and Andy Dalton with an ankle. So there you have it. They should have a pretty clean bill of health. 
um, like I said, coming off a of bye week. So with that said, Lance, go ahead with your keys to victory for the defense. If you're a listener of the show, you always know that I break down games with the rhyme. And the rhyme for this time, I even gave you a rhyme before I even got to the rhyme. It's simply, if you want to stay on fire, stop Adriel Jeremiah, a.k.a. A.J. Green. When you look at the Cincinnati Bengal offense, it is getting better. Jeff is absolutely right. Over the last three games, they've averaged 25 points, although they're 30th in the National Football League in scoring at 16.8 per game. The playmaker on their offense is clearly A.J. Green. He is the guy that can wreck your game. And you're always going to game plan around trying to stop that guy. So where we look on the offensive side of football, we're talking about Cincinnati playing two high safeties and making the Steelers be patient. I think the Steelers can take a lot of that playbook and that same approach against Cincinnati. The Steelers like to play a lot of cover three, cover three, cover one. But I think in this game, they're going to show that look a lot. But I think they are going to rotate out of that look and have two high safeties and force the Cincinnati Bengals to beat them with the running game. I think Mixon is the more dynamic runner than Hill, but Mixon is just okay. I I think you could really contain their running game. I mean, they're only averaging 3.2 yards per carry. So I think this is a running game that they can handle. They've given up 15 sacks this year. I think the interior of their offensive line is shaky. I like the matchup of the Steelers' interior three of Hargrave, Wreck-It, Ralph, and Tewitt. I like those guys going up against those guys. Number 65, one of the guards for Cincinnati is the candy bar in terms of giving up pressure. Because if you can stop the run, put this game into Andy Dalton's hands and get pressure, Steelers third in the National Football League with 20 sacks, Andy makes bad decisions. So you have to stop the run, be able to get pressure on Andy to make Andy become bad Andy. This is an offense that I think the Steelers can handle. They got some good tight ends. The Steelers are shaky against tight ends. But you would much rather a a tight end that they – there's no tight end that they have that's going to beat the Steelers. But A.J. Green is a guy that's going to beat the Steelers. So put a safety over top. Make sure you handle him. Do not give up the big play and handle that running game with seven. If they can do those things, they will be very successful in this game. What's your thoughts, Jeff? Well, you know, if you're a first-time listener to the show, you know, Lance always throws all these technical terms out, like uh, you cover three, yeah, 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 but again, whatever. Their offensive line is trash. I mean, let's be honest. They're garbage. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they really do suck. And if they can't, if the Steelers, they can't, if the Steelers can't handle them with seven, they deserve to lose, period. Because this is a game that if they if they if Andy Dalton drops back to pass, he better have someone in his face. When they beat the Bengals, it's when he throws the football laterally more than he does down the field. It, you'll see it. They'll start throwing these screens to AJ Green because they want to get him the football, but they know they don't have time for that deep shot. And so you just sit and wait on it. And let's not forget, Lance, that Joe Hayden is now on the Steelers team at play his used to playing a Bengals, used to playing against A.J. Green, and typically, historically, has done very well against A.J. Green. I don't think they're going to shadow him. They've been pretty stout in keeping Joe on one side, already on the other. But this is a game that if Stephon Tewitt plays, and I expect him to play, um, barring some unforeseen chain of events here, which we haven't heard about, um, I think that Stephon Tewitt and Cam Hayward could just, like they have with a lot of people this year, just put up their residence right in the backfield and just harass the hell out of Andy Dalton. That that really could happen because their offensive line. It, it I guess I look back at, at Kansas City. They're so they're so much better, top to bottom. And if you can stop Kareem Hunt in that running game and Tyreek Hill and their gadgets and Travis Kelsey, Tyler Reifert's done for the year, folks. If you're thinking Tyler Reifert's going to be the guy who beats them, well, then you didn't hear that he had any season-ending back surgery. So. Their tight ends, meh, I'm not worried about them. But Shazier will be fine covering those guys. Hell, even Vince Williams would be fine covering those guys. So um, I'm looking at this offense that the Steelers' defense now faces, and I don't see any position other than A.J. Green 
that the Steelers should be putting a red marker around saying this is the guy we have to stop. Go to go to Kansas City. You've got a couple red circles on that offense. Cincinnati, to me, it's one. And there's a reason why Mike Tomlin talked about A.J. Green for probably about five minutes in his press conference Tuesday. It's because he can wreck this team, and he's done it before. Stop A.J. Green, in my opinion, you stop the Bengals' offense. It's prediction time, Jeff. Give me your prediction. Well, yeah, I'm – Bear with me here. I did some research. This is for two articles that are going to be running on the website, probably tomorrow, maybe one on Thursday, one on Friday. I went back. I was curious because every time that a team's on the bye and they're coming off the bye, I get really curious as to how do they play off of the bye, depending on if they've had the same coach. Um, we know Mike Tomlin historically is very good coming off of the bye, but what about uh, Marvin Lewis? So I went back since 2007. And I looked at every single game Uh-oh. that the Bengals played. Jeff did off research. Of bye. I did Jeff research. Did, Jeff did research. Uh oh. Watch him. Um, in since 2007, they are four, five, and one coming off the bye. But it's really weird. They've played the majority of their games on the road. Um, and the games that they've played on the road, it doesn't matter, home or away. But so listen to just loss, win, loss, loss, tie, win, loss, win, loss, win, loss, win, loss. I'm not joking. That's the way it pans out. That means that they're set up for a win. I'm not sure if that's going to happen. But that's the way 4-5-1 and one, Marvin Lewis coming off a of bye since 2007. Now, I also looked up, when was the last time the Pittsburgh Steelers started the season 3-0 and in the AFC North? Because if they win Sunday, they've beaten the Browns in Week 1, the, ban- the, the Ravens in Week 4, and then the Bengals in Week 7. It has been since 2008 that the Pittsburgh Steelers have been 3-0 and coming in the AFC North in their first three games against each opponent. Since then, they've gone one and two, two and one, one and two, one and two, two and one. They've never been swept 0 and three, but it's been since 2008. Mike Tomlin's first two years, 07 and 08, he went three and 0 in the AFC North. So take that for what it's worth. A little history lesson there for you. But for me, I look at this history. I look at this team and I was talking to a fellow writer uh, for Behind the Steel Curtain, Brian Anthony Davis, who actually lives near me. And I think there's something very special about this football team. Um, they, they have traditionally, under Mike Tomlin, had slow starts this season. I mean, you can go back and think about some of those really disappointing losses. But they typically start to turn it on in the month of October. For some reason, the month of October, they're very, very good. And they're also very, very good uh, – at Heinz Field in October. And I know they, they lost to the Jaguars there two weeks ago. This is, in my opinion, the best opponent other than the Ravens that they could have coming off of the Chiefs win. The reason yep. being, there is no way they're going to think Vontez Perfect and Joe Mixon and uh, Giovanni Bernard and Jeremy Hill and Andy Dalton, A.J. Green and Pac-Man Jones and all these players that they have these just real nasty relationships with, that's going to get their attention. So if you're thinking this could be a letdown game after a huge win in week six, I don't buy that at all. I like the Steelers at home. I like them to win. Hmm, I haven't thought too much about a score. I'm going to go with the Steelers. Whew, 20. I'm tempted to do like a weird score because of like a safety or a two-point conversion, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say Pittsburgh Steelers win 27 to 21. I think that Andy Dalton might get a touchdown in the fourth quarter to make it close. I don't think the the Steelers never make anything easy. Uh, So I'm going to say 27 to 21 Pittsburgh wins. They have three, and zero in the division to start uh, their division play this year. They would be five and two going into a road game against the lions before the bye, really setting themselves up well in not only the division, but also the AFC. Lance, what do you got? I didn't do any research, listeners. I just want to let you know that. <laughs> I didn't do any research. Not, none at all. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I, I, the Steelers are a better football team, but that it, it's dangerous when you say that. They're clearly the better football team on both sides of the ball. The only issue with this game, and I think this game will end up being a tougher game than the Kansas City game, The score may not reflect that, but because it's a divisional game, they know you very well. It's a tougher game. And to your point, Jeff, 
they won't lose focus because it's an AFC North divisional game at home. You cannot lose divisional games at home. So the attention, the, the radar, their attention, their focus will be on point. I, I, I think their defense matches up very well against what Cincinnati wants to do. And it's on the road, so I think they'll handle them very well. I like the Steelers to win this game 24 to 13. I think they actually score three touchdowns in this game and just wow. kick one field goal. Now, three touchdowns for this offense, which is weird that I'm saying this, it could be a stretch, but I like 24-13. I think it's a kind of ugly divisional-type game where they slowly grind them up and win, but I think they get the win and get the five and two. Jeff, you got anything for the listeners that you got well, special we'll, coming up? Yeah. Any breakdowns or just what you want to add? Real quick before I get to what's coming up on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. There is going to come a time when this Steelers offense just freaking explodes. You know it's going to come. They're not going to be mediocre every game for the rest of the year. It's just They're just too talented. And all I'm saying is that I've got a feeling it's coming soon. And I think it's going to happen before the bye. Not, I'm not ballsy enough to make that pick this week, but I wouldn't be shocked if it did. If Martavis Bryant goes for buck 75, two touchdowns, Le'Veon Bell rushes for over 100 and has a couple himself, and they put up over 30 for the first time this season. It's going to happen. I'm not saying it's going to happen against the Bengals. I think it's going to happen before the bye, but you know this offense is just going to break out, right? I mean, you, do you feel that, or is it just me being the optimistic guy? Well, you are joy, so it is you being the optimistic guy. <laughs> You're telling me you think this is going to be the offense the rest of the year, that they're always going to be like, you know, struggling to figure it out and not having any identity or anything like that? I'm not sure. I think they'll have an identity. The issue is the quarterback. And, you know, he got lucky in Kansas City. You know, that's why it was funny hearing the comments Maybe this old cowboy still has a few shots at his gun. Well, it helps when corners miss the ball. Uh, it, it, your wide receiver makes a ridiculous catch. That's a one in 100 play. So luck's a part of it, and it happened. Well, let's not forget that that same wide receiver quit on a route. They could have gone for a touchdown that got picked off earlier in the game. So Yeah, I mean, true, true. So, it, so, you know, so maybe he has two bullets left <laughs> in, in, in a 16-shot in a, in a clip. But Ben Roethlisberger has been inconsistent his entire career in the red zone. I mean, that, that, that's just a part of who he is as a quarterback. They're going to have to scheme it better, where the scheme is getting guys open, where they're running rubs, picks, whatever you want to call them. They're doing route combinations and concepts. It has to get better than double moves from the two-yard line. So they well, have a lot of work in the red area. Yeah. That starts with that starts with formation, man. I'm telling you, go back and watch just the red zone plays, and you, their formation will dictate and tip their hat as to what they're doing every time. They have no formation flexibility when it comes to the red zone. Why in the hell, when you're inside the ten, would you ever go empty set in the red zone? Somebody tell me why. Is it a pass play? Please, I'd love to hear you. <laughs> if you know Roethlisberger is not running a quarterback draw, he's not Cam Newton. Okay, so. Um, that's just, that starts with it. That starts with the coordinator. But that's, 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 and we talked about that at nauseum. So, um, to get to your actual question, which is what's coming up on the website, as always, Thursdays are film room days. We have two film rooms coming up. Um, typically one on the offense and on the defense. I highly recommend you check this out. Um, we're going to be doing some articles about some of the history in this matchup between, like, for instance, the stats I just showed, shared with you about the Bengals coming off the fly, uh, the Steelers and their AFC North, uh, experiences the first half of the season um as well as a ton of commentary i really am going to be focusing on uh you know i really want to focus on mike tomlin and he gets a lot of crap from a lot of people for not being a good coach and personally i think that he did a tremendous job um on sunday so there's all that stuff coming up but lance you have a way to send us off tonight i really don't have much i mean other than the fact that it's a long season, and what I've come to appreciate is that truly every season is a story unto its own, just like every game is a story unto its own. I mean, it's very easy from the outside to plug these guys in and think just because a guy is going to play that teams are going to put up these Atari 
did I just date myself and say Atari? Let me just say PS4 type numbers. Oh and uh, it just doesn't work that way. Sports, like with anything, it, it, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of practice. And things just aren't static. And things just aren't going to happen just because you want them to happen. The Steelers are 4-2. and two. I believe we both picked them to probably, be, I think, be 4-2 at this point. I have to check the old show. Now, some of the losses may not be the teams that you think they would have lost to, but 4-2 and two, at the top of a bad division, you just went on a road and you beat a very good team. Steeler fan, just enjoy it. Just enjoy this week. Just enjoy it. And hopefully we won't have any controversies when they go 5-2. and two. Yeah. Seriously. So, well, folks, thank you for listening. If you don't follow us on iTunes, make sure you do. Just go to your iTunes store, search the standard is a standard. You'll find the behind the silk curtain total platform of all of our shows, all of our podcasts. Check that out. Um, if you haven't followed us, if you're listening on iTunes and you haven't followed us on YouTube yet, make sure you do that as well. Again, search BTSE Steelers Radio and subscribe to our channel. We highly recommend it. As always, thank you for listening. Our show is sponsored by Frank Walker Law. Make sure you check him out if you have any legal needs. Hopefully you don't. FrankWalkerLaw.com. We'll see you next week. Hopefully, after we beat them bungles. We haven't said that yet today. It's called them bungles. They are the bungles. So let's go out and hope the Steelers uh, break out. Crush them. We'll see you next week. Bye. There's no better place to watch football with friends than Buffalo Wild Wings. They've got all the games on wall-to-wall TVs and a new $5 game day menu with 38-ounce pitchers of Bud Light, Coors Light, and Miller Light, cheeseburgers and brats, and select cocktails. And every Sunday, you can play an exclusive fantasy football game with DraftKings with prizes like free wings for a year. Get to Buffalo Wild Wings for our $5 game day deals. When football is on, you have to be here. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Beer. Sports. Price and participation vary. Subject to restrictions. Limited time only. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Oh, what a great audience. Let's dim the lights for this next one. Nope, too much. Ah, there it is. Gotta get things just right. Like Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay and we help you find coverage options that fit your budget. And now, the mood is right. Wait, the lights are back on again. Trudy, can you? And now it's completely dark. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. My name is Spencer Hall. My name is Jason Kirk. My name is Ryan Nanny. And when we combine, we form the, the Shutdown, Shutdown Fullcast. Fultron! I keep telling you, we're not Fultron. The Shutdown Fullcast is technically a college football podcast, but it's also a show about lawn care disasters, regional grocery stores we love, Tennessee Batman, homeowners associations, Bears and video games. I mean, there's also some actual football discussion, like about coaches having huge contracts or coaches making terrible decisions or coaches saying really stupid things. Or the NCAA saying really stupid things. Yeah, there's lots of stupid things in this big, dumb, beautiful sport. Sometimes we talk about football games. Allegedly. If you want to take college football exactly as seriously as it deserves to be taken, come find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts like this one. The Shutdown Fullcast. It's not Voltron. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.